Hello! Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Episode 36, Marshall, NCAA second round. Follow me on Instagram, at Burning Springs. Email, I'm keeping the inbox open for the rest of the season, unreasonabledoubtwv at gmail.com. I don't have any emails to read, but I will if you send them. Facebook, you know, there's a podcast page on Facebook. Type it in, figure it out, blue thumb it, do all that. So in my Marshall preview, I said two things that had to happen. Marshall had to shoot under 46%, and they did. They shot 39% for the game, and West Virginia had to shoot at least 43%, and they end up shooting 50%. And with those two stats, West Virginia wins against Marshall in San Diego, 94-71. West Virginia advances to the Sweet 16 for the third time in four years. So Carter and Miles make it to the second weekend for the third time. Very excited for them. This game was close early, and then it got not close for the rest of the game. And I got to say, I did not enjoy it as much as some of the people I saw on the internet that are WVU fans. Because of the second half comebacks that's happened this season, I was not calm and sitting down watching the game until West Virginia was up 30. With less than 10 minutes to go, uh, then I I gained some comfort and thought, you know what, West Virginia is going to win this game. And that's a me problem. You know, this is something that I say that I enjoy watching WVU basketball. And yet, if you watch me watch the game, the word fun and enjoyment are words that would not make the top 100. Of, of things that you are witnessing when I'm watching a game. And so I've got to I've got to assess my life and figure out why that's the case. It's it's definitely a me problem. MVP for West Virginia, Javon Carter, best player on the court, very obviously. He shot 10 of 18, 5 of 7 from 3. 28 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 4 steals. Huggins was getting them rest in the first half. He was amazing. I couldn't ask for more from Carter in these first two games in the tournament. Everything that you would want from him, he delivered. Uh, Just an amazing player and going to miss him when he graduates. There was a Lamont West sighting this game. Where has that guy been? But he was great. 18 points, 10 rebounds. Got in early in the game and wanted to shoot and was engaged. He did some flexing. I don't... As much as I enjoy watching this team play basketball, I could go without the bicep curl. You know, like the, the Hulk Hogan, two arms in the air, flexing the biceps. I don't need it. It's too much. Yeah, you're strong. I get it, man. You're strong. Uh, Do that 
on your own time and not in front of other people. Okay, that's again, that might just be a me problem. Uh, aggressive freshman neck tattoo Teddy Allen, another solid game from him. So great first two games for him in the tournament. Lovable knucklehead sighting Kanate was good, but he's a crazy person. Uh, he was great on defense as always, affecting. Marshall's ability to shoot anything close to the rim. And they still tried, and they got a couple to go, but they were very aware of his presence. But he lost it. He raged out on a guy, uh, got a technical foul. Bolden's trying to hold <laughs> Bolden's trying to chill him out, and he's like pushing him off like he's he's very angry. And then they show him later on the bench with the with the coaches talking to him, and it's, he's finally the red from his eyes is kind of draining a little bit. But that's five minutes after that play, uh, so need him to be composed. Uh, but maybe that's just who he is. He just plays with so much. Uh, what what would you call that? Fire. Uh, that that's part of his game, and and we just got to take the good with the bad, and the bad is. He could hulk out at any moment. Um, you know, it was it was weird to see West Virginia and Marshall play in San Diego. The governor's there. Just odd because you're used to seeing them play in Charleston and there's 600 fouls and it's usually tight. And I thought this game was going to be tight and it was not but that should not be a reflection on Marshall's season. Congratulations to Marshall on a great year and continued improvement. Random thoughts coming up. Random thoughts from the Marshall game. Scary moment early in the first half where Williams and Wesley Harris bumped heads going full speed. Very scary. Harris did not return to the game. He probably had a concussion. Williams had what the halftime reporter described as a head injury. They took him to the hospital. So my thoughts and prayers are with him. Uh, I I wish that he has a full recovery from whatever injury he sustained tonight. But that was kind of the turning point. I, I thought West Virginia is going to win anyways. But when you're Marshall, you play with seven guys. You lose one. And West Virginia plays the way they play, and you got to be going full speed, full court all the time, no rest. It was it was going to be an uphill climb from there for Marshall. But when that happened, it increases it increased the chances of my favorite player from this game, and it wasn't Javon Carter. You know. Building up to this game, the the focus was on John Elmore from Charleston. He did not have a great night. Uh, West Virginia had something to do with that. Elmore had that. He had a bunch of turnovers in the first half. And he had that look on his face that other people have had when they play West Virginia. John Elmore's look was a little more specific. He kind of had the, are they allowed to play that way look? Kind of the, is that allowed? Are they playing under the same rules that everybody else plays? Look, uh, so he was off tonight. But the true MVP of the game 
showed up in the second half, and his name was Ott Elmore, John Elmore's older brother. This guy, I mean, he was amazing. I mean, how, how do I describe Ott Elmore? He's not skinny. He's not fat. But he's not skinny. Uh, he looked like he was the funniest guy on Marshall's team. I looked through his stats because I hadn't heard much about him. He's only made 10 games this year for Marshall. He only scored in three of those games. And this guy comes in and he makes an impression. Ott Elmore, in one minute of play, made a three. He got four fouls, including a technical foul. He was going hard. He played more than one minute. He played, I believe, the rest of the game once he got in. And, you know, he had my hair cut. Odd Elmore, as a college student, has had my hair. He had the bald spot in the same spot as me. They cut to his dad and John Elmore's dad in the stands. He's got the horseshoe. And so you know Ott's going to have the horseshoe in his life and probably John. And I know I'm heading there. So I felt a follicle connection with all of the Elmores. But Ott Elmore specifically, I felt like I felt like it was a video game and somebody placed a version of me in the game that I would create. That was Ott Elmore. And so I I was blown away by Ott. That was his last game as a college athlete. And he went out like a champ. And so I'm glad I got to see you in this game, Ott Elmore. And I am probably your dad, your biggest fan, and your mom. But I'm up there as one of the biggest fans that you have. You really stole the show in the second half. And I salute you. Random, or not random. Final thoughts coming up. Final thoughts for the Marshall game. West Virginia moves on to Boston. Their next game is Friday, 7.30 p.m. TBS. And who do they get to play? The best team left in the tournament. Villanova Wildcats, old Big East foe, Villanova Wildcats. They are 30-4 and four on the season. They did not win the Big East regular season title somehow, but they won the conference tournament. Out of conference, they beat Gonzaga, who's still in the tournament, by 16 on a neutral court. Beat Tennessee by 9. Tennessee just got beat by Loyola Chicago. I had that one. They play eight guys. According to Ken Pomeroy, they have the best offense. Their defense is rated better than us. Uh, Brunson is a player of the year candidate. He's going to be a first team All-American. Michael Bridges, he's a 6'7 guard. He's no joke. Villanova... You know, the last couple of games I've given you the good and the bad. I don't know what the bad is for Villanova. Truthfully, I don't. 
I don't know what the bad is. They have a really good coach. Uh, Brunson and Bridges have won a national championship. The team averages 50% shooting. Like, it's Haley's Comet when West Virginia shoots 50%. And this team averages 50%. Uh, Just like the other two games that West Virginia has played in the tournament, this team is really good at shooting three-pointers. They had the most out of 351 teams. They had the most three-pointers made, Villanova. And 13th in the country in three-point percentage. They averaged 40% from three. So not a lot of height, but they're scrappy if that's a thing. And uh, a lot of guys can dribble the ball, so that's rough for West Virginia's press. So digging into the stats, here's how West Virginia can win. Because here, that's the other thing about Villanova. They've won games in the 60s. They've won games in the 90s. It doesn't matter. They, when you win 30 games, you can win almost any way. But in their four losses, they didn't make their threes. They shot under 35% from three. And then the score that West Virginia has to hit in this game to feel good about their chances, not great, but good, is if they score 76 points. So if they're able to get 76 or more, they have a better chance. Uh, They're not going to win a game in the 60s or the 50s, even if Villanova's there, because Villanova's won those games. Uh, Will that happen? I have no idea. Here's where I'm looking at it. It's it's it feels much better from a viewing perspective for me if West Virginia is not supposed to win. I'm looser watching the game. I think Huggins likes being an underdog. And so I talked about Carter and Miles. This is their third trip to the Sweet 16. When they were freshmen, they played Kentucky and got completely annihilated. Like, I don't think they broke 40 points. I don't, I'm surprised they even scored in the 30s in that game. It was, it was the biggest butt kicking of West Virginia that I've seen, I think, in my lifetime. It was the worst. Last year, they had a lead late against Gonzaga and then ended up losing the game, and Carter missed like eight shots on the last possession. But they played that one tight against a team that made it to the final game. So what's going to happen the third time they make it to the Sweet 16? I have no idea. But I'd rather be here than be the favorite. The heavy favorite against both Murray State and Marshall. Where you just are... With all these upsets in the tournament, you're like... oh. So, in the year of upsets, who's to say that West Virginia can't upset Villanova? I don't have it in my bracket. But also, I don't have hardly anything right in my bracket, and nobody else does either. But that makes it fun, right? We'll see what happens. Until Friday, listen 
to this on Anchor, Anchor Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Subscribe, rate, review, listen on Pocket Casts. Until the next game, congrats to West Virginia. They are 26 and 10.